Welcome to our talk about everything lupus, where we discuss everything about lupus. I'm Susie Eagles Flight and I'm from Lupus South Africa and Andrea's Gift. Today we are going to talk about another tough subject, lupus and depression. Previously in lupus and trauma we touched on the subject, but it's definitely a subject that needs a its own podcast and we see warriors struggling with mental health daily and there's no focus on mental health um, from doctor's side so get in a cup of nice hot coffee and tea put your earphones in sit in a relaxing chair and let the two of us discuss lupus What is depression? Depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Of all the medical and psychological disorders affecting people worldwide, the World Health Organization has concluded that depression causes the greatest overall loss of functioning and is the lead is the leading cause of illness health and disability as it's true for many others people with systemic lupus with systemic lupus erythematosus SLE can get depressed and find that the ability to enjoy life and to function effectively is reduced by feelings thoughts and behaviors related to depression Having to face all we face, it's no wonder that people with lupus struggle with depression. Years back, they um, did not even consider or ask patients with lupus if they're struggling with mental health today. But doctors today are different. They do focus on it. It is way more complicated than what doctors would say. But it's really, really important if you, a lupus warrior, take care of your mental health. I cannot stress this that enough. It is very, very important. Because if depression comes on the scene and you don't receive help, it can be de- detrimental to your health. And um, you need to focus it on it way more than what doctors even suggest. Types of depression. While depression is very a very common illness, there are many types of depression. It's important to make the right diagnosis since effective treatment depends on an accurate diagnosis. While there are many subtypes of depression, there are five types that are commonly found in people with SLE. You get major depression, adjustment disorder, demoralization, substance-induced mood disorder, depression related to a medical condition. So, major depression is a common psychiatric disorder that includes a cluster of feelings, thoughts and behaviors which lasts for weeks 
for it and can cause problems. There is no medical or psychological test that definitely identifies major, major depression or any other type of depression. Instead, mental health therapists diagnose depression by history and clinical system, symptoms. For example, most people with major depression are unable to enjoy things, have depression that can last for months or even years, has family history of depression, have suicidal and self-destructive thoughts. Then we have adjustment disorder. It's defined as the developmental and problematic emotional or behavioral symptoms that appear to be a psychological response to a particular stress. So you are only depressed or stressed about a a specific thing. Where it was a car accident or, um, you know, losing somebody or whatever. But it's very difficult in um, lupus warriors because they can have any type. You just need a therapist. That's why you need uh, professional help to diagnose which one they actually have. Then we have demoralization. And that occurs when people develop a sad mood and diminished functioning because they are discouraged discouraged about their situation. Demoralization is not an official psychiatric diagnosis, but does identify a large group of people with chronic illnesses like SLE. The main difference between demoralization and other psychiatric conditions is that demoralization tends to go away fairly quickly when good things happen. So, for example, you are depressed because of lupus. Uh, You have diminished functioning, so you cannot do a lot of things. And when you have a good day and less pain and lupus is less effective, then your depression gets better suddenly. That is what this means. Then you get substance-induced mood disorder. refers to a cluster of symptoms that may look just like major depression. The difference is, while we generally don't know why people get major depression, we are able to identify situations when it appears that depression caused by substances or medication for example if somebody uses a certain drug they get depressed on that drug which is usually you know uh calming tablets or sleeping or pain tablets all those can actually uh can uh, can cause a mood disorder Okay, depression related to a medical condition. This is also one that we actually fall under. So, I mean, listed above all types of depression, it actually 
we can be any one of them. That's why we need a therapist's health uh, um, to help us um, distinguish which one it is and they then treating it accordingly. We don't fully understand why some people get major depression and others do not. For example, someone may feel deeply discouraged and unable to function during a lupus flare. If the sad mood and inactivity gets better when the lupus flare ends, we would probably say the person has had been demoralized. If the symptoms were serious, lasted for weeks and seems to stem from feelings, we would say that is major depression. Even if they are traumatized by the illness, it's also classified as major depression. Psychological reactions to lupus. Everyone, de everyone deals with lupus in his or her own way. And there is no one-size-fits-all view of lupus. Nevertheless, some reactions to lupus tend to be common. For example, lupus can be confusing. Unlike a broken leg, lupus symptoms can come and go without war warning. This can cause a person with lupus to feel unable to plan ahead since symptoms are unpredictable. This can lead to frustration and isolation as well as a sense that your friends and loved one may believe you aren't trying hard enough and that you aren't organized enough or that you aren't, you're feeling sorry for yourself. This isolation can feed into a depressive cycle in which the per person with lupus tries, fails, gets angry at herself, feels criticisms from others and gets angrier at herself, which can lead to guilt and further criticism. Talk therapy takes advantage of the reality that we all tend to have characteristic cycles of thought. That while we all get stressed and anxious and that reversing some of the cycles can help us feel better. So basically, and I mean, this happens to me uh, a lot of the time, you know, I am um, suddenly out of nowhere lupus throws me a curveball i'm ill for a period of time which means i have to stay in bed i cannot do my housework um you know cook clean whatever um i cannot carry on with my job um i cannot meet with family members or friends on social events and we have to cancel and all this makes me feel guilty where I am laying in, in bed. And I suggest talk therapy. And that's what I also suggest. Because if you sit with a loved one and explain how you feel, that loved one will bring in a person that really understands and supports you. You have to talk to them. That loved one will explain to you that nobody is holding you responsible. Lupus is not your fault. You can't do these things. So as we as a family will help you. And then you must also change your mind. You have to work at it and tell yourself, I am not bad. It's not my fault. Um, the family will help. Help My friends still love me. They're not going to leave me. That is so, so, so important because that's the main thing that gets 
as depressed, except for the pain. does lupus depression look like? Some depressed people look sad or tearful and ask to see a doctor. Most people aren't so clear about it, partly because depression, like lupus itself, isn't usually so obvious. Depressed people can often appear tired and worried but don't complain, or they complain all the time but they don't realize that being cranky, hostile and critical are symptoms of depression. So one, some minor, primary symptoms of depression include canceling, canceling medical appointments, stopping medication and not caring about one's health. Stopping formally enjoyable activities exercising, socializing, working, parenting, dating, etc. Staying home and watching, watching a lot of television. Feeling physically restless, run down or fatigued. Eating too much or too little. Have difficulty sleeping or sleeping too much. Feeling helpless or hopeless and thinking there are no options. Not thinking clearly, having trouble making decisions, and feeling like you're in a lupus fog. Complaining about almost anything, money, romance, kids, etc. Becoming frustrated and increasingly non-functional. So, these are basic symptoms. Make a checklist. Remember it. If you have a few of these symptoms, ask for help. If you're a loved one and you're listening to the podcast, if your lupus warrior shows some of these symptoms, go and take them to a professional. It's really, really important. Treatment for depression and the stress of lupus. So yeah, it's not easy peasy, take a tablet, uh, do these things and you'll be fixed from depression forever. It's like lupus, it's a journey and you have to find out what works for you. Get medication, you know, do talk therapy, see a, a professional, belong to a support group. I mean, most of you are on our WhatsApp support groups. And it's working fantastically because you have somebody that understands you. So it's not a quick fix thing. And that is, this is not what this podcast is about. Telling you, yes, do this, 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 your depression will be gone. No, it's giving you ideas. So the most important interventions are often ones you can do at home. So basics of life. Eating, moving, sleeping, and taking rest periods, having some sort of routine. Now, what I have sometimes realized, if I've been very, very ill, to get back up and into normal, regular life, it's very difficult. That itself is a journey. But stick to a routine. The moment you lose routines in your life,
that is when you spiral out of control so continue with things you can do i mean um be involved with the people in your house even if you are in bed about their routine remember to eat at a certain time to um if you can't can just brush your teeth today just brush your teeth comb your hair you know do routinely things um, because if you don't you spiral out of control human contact which is another basic social contacts might include family romantic partner partner casual friends social groups quick phone calls pets as with other basics of life you can adapt them to your reality for example a quick phone call every day to a friend or a few friends is often much better for your mental health than staying alone and that is what well, it's stopping isolation this is what this basic is about human contact and also your pet you know spend some time with your pet take your pet for a walk if you can you know um call a friend talk to a friend listening to them and their lives and what's going in on in their life keeps you positive too uh you know spend some time with your family let them come and sit in your room where you're lying down and speak and what do uh things together so that you just have that human contact next one spiritual activity um that has two compounds one is an internal sense of connection to something greater than ourselves and the second aspect of spiritual activity is being part of a group of like-minded people so yeah spiritually um you know you you have faith and you have faith um in god and that is very important and you pray and you talk to him and you tell him your frustrations um and that helps a lot and then also belonging to a church where um you have people that uh, believes like you believe they'll pray for you they'll come and visit you they will bring uh, meals over you need to belong to that to keep by a type of spiritual activity another one relaxation efforts there are many ways we can practice relaxation um for example a walk a warm bath uh, um a gentle exercise reading a book or magazine um and can and joking with um around with a friend you know just have a light conversation and laugh um this is very important and i know um a lot of us and i also always suggested uh in a um epsom salt bath relaxing that it helps the muscles it helps you sleep better um yeah and whatever you do to relax i uh, remember to make that part of your journey gratitude it's always good to have a uh, gratitude be thankful um of the things that you do have uh have a little book or list or whatever where you write down things that you are thankful for there are always things to be thankful for even if you are in the bed at least somebody has brought dinner or your family member has come home so they'll talk to you um you know that you're grateful for you're grateful for your kids you're grateful for your husband um all those things find things in your life that you are grateful for um self talk you know 
the tongue is a creative force. It can be very dangerous. Uh, the way you speak. Remember to speak positive things. Think positive things. It's very important for your journey. Don't allow yourself to become negative. It's okay to have an off day, to have a bad day, to cry all day. That's fine. But remember to talk positively um, most of the time and try, um, you know, not continuing a bad day. Um, try to um, influence yourself positively. And it sounds strange, but that's what I do. I have to do something to make myself positive again. Because we do, do tend to get a negative um, very easily. Talk to others. Now, talking to uh, your family members, your friends, that I've mentioned also. That's very important. Don't isolate and be alone with your thoughts all the time. That will make you spiral out of control. Talk to others. Then talk to your pharmacist. Talk to your medical team. I think that's the one thing that we need to learn in South Africa is talking to a doctor on how we feel. Um, thinking that we have a right to receive good care. That is, and you have a right to tell your doctor how you're feeling. Ask him, what does this medicine do? Why am I doing this? Explain this to me. Um, doctor, I'm having a very terrible time. I can't sleep. Um, you know, talk to your doctor. It's very important. Then listen to experts. Your medical team, your peers, and yourself. It's difficult to manage a chronic illness, especially one that is unpredictable as lupus. Having lupus can affect your self-esteem and how you see yourself. It can affect school and career choices. It can affect your relationships, it, your parenting, your decisions about having children. It can affect your role within your family. All these one warrant special attention to help you lead a full and happy life in the midst of a uh, chronic illness. You know, let people help you. Listen to advice. Um, I mean, unsolicited medical advice that we just ignore. I mean, that we just wipe out of our brains. But listen to experts. Listen to doctors, nutritionists, dietitians, um, you know, your pharmacists, people that are professional and then families um if you want to have a family and you have lupus listen to somebody that has lupus and had a family things like that so yeah that is the treatments uh for lupus uh, for the depression so uh, now we're going on to the medication medications for depression Medications are often used for depression and lupus. There are many antidepressant medications and several categories of antidepressants. All are, however, similar. They all take several weeks to begin working, usually 21 days, are safe and tend to interact with other medications and are commonly not to interact with other medications and are commonly prescribed. So that's your antidepressants. But yeah, most of all, um, all of us have an antidepressant. 
Then there's also uh, medications for anxiety, but we're going to do anxiety also on a different podcast. And then there are sleeping aids, because if you have depression, you might struggle to sleep. Um, there might be people that sleep too much, so you will not need a sleeping aid. And um, yeah, so your, your a doctor might prescribe that for you. Then psychotherapy for depression. Psychotherapy or talk therapy is a way to help with a broad variety of mental illnesses and emotional difficulties. Psychotherapy can help eliminate or control traveling symptoms so a person can function better and can increase well-being. So, you know, psychotherapy sounds very sounds scary but it's basically just the fact that you need to talk about your prison that's all and you need to talk to different people your friends loved one and then professionals uh, your doctor your therapist etc etc so uh, many people feel better after talking to friends loved ones lupus groups religious leaders and almost everyone feels better by being in a social network even if many of the daily contacts are by phone. I know for us loopies, um, having um, the, con- uh, the phone contacts, the WhatsApp groups and the friends and whatever, um, and calls is better than having to go out uh, to talk to a friend or something. Belonging to support group helps with isolation, communication, and learning more about your lupus. So yeah, that's what usually what our WhatsApp group do. Talking to a professional is one of the most important parts of psychotherapy. We cannot deal with everything lupus throws at us, at us alone. We are not meant to. Doctors do not have the time and the qualification to deal with our mental health. And worries focuses more on the physical symptoms of lupus. And then what happens? Our mental health spirals out of control. So we need to learn the signs of depression and then also learn to ask for help and seek help from a professional like a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Therapist also gives us the tool to deal with the chronic illness. Um, if you stop your lupus medication, your lupus will freak out and affect your organs and you'll become very ill. So why don't you give your brain and mind the medicine it needs by seeking help from a professional? So it's very important. And then also, never mind the fact that I check myself for depression regularly, I also have an accountability partner. That's my daughter, which is always knows what medication am I taking when and also knows you know watch out that I don't drink things that I um, shouldn't because believe me it happens and also that I don't take too much of a certain medication you have to have an accountability partner if you are taking pain meds and it doesn't have to be someone in your house you can work by phone and just say listen I've taken this wah 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 that accountability partner is also the person that you should ask. Please, I may not notice it, but please tell me if I 
am getting depressed. Okay, so I have searched far and wide for, I've done a few um, earlier in this uh, podcast, but um, I've searched in my research for uh, ways to help us cope with depression, because that is the basic thing I wanted to reach, you know, get the fact across that we need help from professionals, we need medication, etc, etc, and then also things to help us cope with the current situation or depression that we are in. Talk to, about, to your doctor about depression and lupus. You don't feel, don't keep quiet if you feel depressed. Tell your doctor so that you can get help. Don't think it will go away on its own. Ask your doctor for treatment or to refer you to a mental health professional. So that's exactly what I just said, you know. Um, and um, if you feel that you are not doing well, tell your doctor. Tell somebody so that they can refer to you um, to because you know, in a chronic illness, we are always sometimes depressed, mostly depressed. It depends on person to person. Number two, aim for acceptance of your lupus diagnosis. When you are first diagnosed with lupus, it's natural to move through the stages of grief. Actually, because you lost something. From denial to anger and depression. These are all normal feelings. But the key is not to stay too long in any of these stages instead try to move forward to acceptance accepting that you have lupus and then moving on with their life um, can help with your depression change your life so that you and your loved one can adapt to the new you and most importantly get new things to enjoy the new you might be the, the new you might be chronically ill but is definitely a stronger you. So yeah, you know, find things that you enjoy, um, adapt your life to a lupus life, you know. So, uh, you know, go to friends, tell them, okay, you'll visit, but you must see what you'll feel like on that day. And then maybe not go on that day, or go, but take pain medication before you go. Um, You know, adapt yourself. If you used to like running, Basically, maybe just take a walk, you know, adapt your life. The person you was, you were, is never coming back. And the best thing you can ever, ever, ever do for yourself is accepting the new you, loving the new you. Don't be angry or, um, you know, bad self-talk, you know, yourself because um, that is like looking for depression you know stand up be the new you find things you enjoy Um, you know I like um, painting and and sometimes when I'm ill I'll paint in the bed just throw a a big uh, throw on and then I'll paint little things in bed because I know I need to stay positive and do things that I like I like to put on nice music, songs that I like, a playlist, and then listen to it. It helps me stay positive. So whatever you need to do, do it. Number three, keep self-talk positive and avoid negative self-talk. Now, we might have also touched on it on uh, as a previous part of um, this 
um, podcast, but I will say it again. Whether you realize it or not, most of us talk to ourselves as we go about our day. And what you say can have a big effect on your mood. What you tell yourself is more important than what others say about you. So try to keep your thoughts as positive as you can and beware of slipping into negative thoughts. You know, there a loved one can also help you, your accountability partner. Number four, surround yourself with supportive people. You know, you'll have people that support you 100%. Others won't. And the thing is, surround you with those that support you and those that positively influence you and those that are positive. And I know, you know, there will always will be these that say it's in your head and, you know, um, never support you, never learn about lupus, don't care. There, there will be those. But the thing is, you know, don't surround you with those people. Try to move them out of your life. And if it's family, you know, have boundaries for those people. Because if you let them too close to you, they are going to let you feel negative. And, and sometimes those people won't ever change. No matter how much you, you learn them about lupus, sometimes some of them it just takes time so surround you with the good people that has a good influence with you, of, on you and is positive take one day at a time looking at life and all your goals can be overwhelming so, so take it one day one hour one second at a time if need be break what you need to do down to achieve in small goals and only focus on that one goal at a time. This means you will have to have a very organized daily life, but I have found it's best to do. Ask a friend or loved one to help you organize your home and work. Make lists of everything and do one task at a time. It makes life so much easier, less stress, less anxiety. If you haven't completed a task, um, mark it off. If you have completed a task, mark it off. If it makes you, um, it makes you feel useful again. If not, carry it over to the next day. If you are ill and in bed and on a bad day, ask someone to help you with those tasks. I've done this and I've, I have way less stress, few more useful and and it's always made it's made the you know my moods more positive I know not all people are organized people we have sanguine personalities and we have uh, organized personalities and all those but you know I found that if everything is organized I don't stress about my loved one finding things and looking for things and not knowing where they are then I'll make little lists if I can't complete a task that day I'll move it to the next day but I won't feel bad because I know my body can't do that today and it's okay and you know if this you have this day and your only goal is to wash your teeth and you know have lunch it's your only goal write it down you know and sometimes you won't be able to do anything and it's fine you'll have to train your brain and it's a big problem in our south african um 
um, cultures. Um, we are expected to do work hard, be good all the time, do your best, everything must work perfectly, wah, 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 wah. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be perfect every day. It's okay to lie in bed the whole day if you're ill. And that is something you'll have to train in your brain. It doesn't come easy. So number six, watch your mood closely. That's something I have discussed in the podcast. So you have this list of depression symptoms. And if you feel you have most of them, ask for help saying, listen, I'm, I'm falling apart. I'm spiraling out of control. Also, have an accountability partner that you ask to check you if you may, um, you know, go into a spiral. Number seven, keep a list of ways to feel better. Create a list of things that make you feel good. Some examples may include taking a bubble bath, calling a friend, watching a show or movie and uh, that you enjoy, reading, taking a short walk, sitting in your garden or petting your dog. Keep this list handy and do one of these things and it will help you feel better. Keep in mind that the same activity may not always work. So if one th- thing doesn't work, try another. That speaks for itself, you know, make a list of things that you enjoy and, and use it. And number eight, connect with, um, connect spiritually with others. Now that I've discussed and um, very important. Um, number nine, be as active as you can with lupus. Staying active can always help your mood. When you're in pain, you may not want to move, but doing little things a bit can really lift your spirits. It can also be empowering to feel like you have some control over your illness. Do whatever you can, whenever whenever it's a walk around the block or just in another room, you don't have to move mountains, but just do some form of exercise and also it also helps with joint and muscle pain. I know a lot of people um, say, how can you exercise? It will make you feel worse. But you know that muscle and that joint becomes stiff if you don't use it. And then the pain increases. The move- moment you move that muscle and that joint, the pain is less because it moves. So yeah, even a little walk from the house, from your room to the kitchen, uh, take a, you know, go make yourself some tea or coffee. Even if you just stand up, go to the bathroom, wash your face, do whatever, do small things to help you um, feel better. It's, it's, it's very, very important. And number 10, learn uh, as much about lupus as you can. I mean, in every podcast, I basically say that. But remember, if it's something, your chronic illness is something that you don't know, um, it's the unknown. And that can make you feel overwhelmed and depressed. If you know what lupus is, what it causes, what the treatments are, um, you know, and know that you're going to feel fatigued, you're going to lose some hair, you're going to have rashes, um, then it's not the unknown anymore. And then you will start feeling better. Um, Number 11. Keep up healthy habits while living with lupus. To feel your best, both physically and mentally, it's important to eat well and get enough rest. Try to eat a well-balanced diet and aim for at least 7 hours 
of sleep each night. You cannot ride a car without petrol. Just like that your body, body cannot ex be expected to feel better if you don't eat proper food. Five years ago I changed my lifestyle and it's made the world of difference in my life. The difference is like black and white. Even when I'm flaring, I concentrate to put healthy food in my body. I know that when we stop eating or eat all the wrong foods, um, we basically um, putting our body um, in a situation where you can get more ill and flare more. So yeah, I know when you when you're a flare, you just want to eat ice cream and chocolates and fried foods and 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 and. But um, what I do well when I'm in a flare, the only thing I can sometimes get in is is fruit, and I eat different kinds of food because that helps with the craving for for the chocolates and stuff. But remember, you have to um, keep a food diary. Um, make sure that you have your vegetables, you have your fruit, you have less red meat, uh, you use in lactose and um, sugar-free um, in that time that you are ill. Even regularly you have to do that. But I know when we're ill, we tend to forget about that. Remember, put good food in your body. And number 12, learn stress management techniques. Living with a chronic disease is stressful. Life is stressful. So that gives you two stressfuls. A mental health professional can teach you techniques such as progressive muscle relaxation, guided imaginary, and meditation. Sounds crazy, but yeah, that's what they use. That you can use regularly to cope with the stress of lupus. Other stress relievers you can try include is listening to soothing music, take a warm bath or walk and do some gentle exercises. Now number 13 is um, doing activities you enjoy. Now that we've covered already and um, yeah it, you have to choose new things when you have lupus, you cannot do the other things that you previously did when you were, were not didn't have lupus, and you must find things that you enjoyed. This concludes this podcast. We really hope that it will help you. Thank you for listening. Please share, share, share with family and friends, and follow and like our profiles on social media. Susie Eagles Flight, Lupus of South Africa, and Andrea's Gift. And we would appreciate your feedback on this podcast. Please review it on this platform that you have listened to. Please be sure to tune in next month for another podcast. I've added to the show notes medical professionals and numbers that you can talk to um, in a crisis or for depression and anxiety. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Goodbye.